This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Siobhan Moran McFarlane. It's Monday, the 28th of November. In your Squiz today, the Industrial Relations Bill is set to pass, Daniel Andrews wins a third term, COVID protests rock China, and a new Miss Universe. This is your Squiz today. Siobhan, the Labor government is one step closer to passing its Industrial Relations Bill, which is also known as the Secure Jobs Better Pay Bill, which PM Anthony Albanese has been really keen to get through before Parliament breaks over Christmas. So over the weekend, there was some late night negotiations to secure crossbench support. Yes, so this bill is all about new workplace laws that will allow for multi-employer bargaining, which is intended to increase our country's stagnant wages. And basically what that means is employees from different workplaces in the same industry can negotiate together to reach what's called a multi-enterprise agreement and secure better pay and conditions. The bill will, as you say, go through to the Senate this week after Workplace Relations Minister Tony Burke hashed out some key changes on Saturday night with independent David Pocock, who is one of the key crossbenchers the government needed support from. And the Greens are also now expected to support the bill. So there are three key changes that have been agreed on, and they include an annual review of social support payments like JobSeeker, exclusions from the bargaining agreements for small businesses with under 20 staff, and also extra safeguards for businesses with under 50 staff, all of which Pocock says will ensure the most vulnerable Aussies are no longer left behind. Yes, but not everybody is happy, though. Mm. The coalition and some business groups want the bill to be delayed until after Christmas, and that's to allow more time to liaise with key industry leaders because they have concerns that the changes will create long and complicated negotiations and could also increase the likelihood of industrial action. Shadow Employment Minister Michaelia Cash has been particularly outspoken, as she says it will have a detrimental impact on the economy because it takes away the rights of employers and employees to negotiate between themselves. Yeah, but the Australian Council of Trade Unions Secretary Sally McManus has welcomed the bill. She says it will help women, particularly in sectors like aged care. She says it will improve their pay and conditions. And she also says it will reduce the number of insecure jobs that we have in Australia. Siobhan, Daniel Andrews has secured himself a historic third term as Victoria's Premier after the state election was held on Saturday. And in April, he'll also become Labor's longest serving Victorian Premier. Yes, he's already served eight years in the top job. And if he completes this next term, will have served 12. Labour had a really resounding win in this election. The final votes are still being counted, but his party has breezed in with at least 52 seats, which is well above the 45 they had needed to form a majority. The coalition, however, came in far behind in second place with about half that number. So Andrews is pretty pleased with himself and the party, saying that the result confirms Victoria's reputation as the most progressive state in Australia. 
Yeah, and he's also vowed to work hard for all Victorians, and that includes those who did not vote for his party this time. And the coalition's Matthew Guy plans to stand down as opposition leader after leading his party to defeat for a second time, but he says he will stay on until a new leadership team is elected. Siobhan, protests aren't a common occurrence in China, but demonstrators there have taken to the streets and they've called on leader Xi Jinping to step down. It all comes as public discontent grows over the country's zero COVID policy and the effect it's having on people's lives. Yeah, it's really unusual to see this level of public protest in China. And this really started last week when tensions boiled over after a deadly apartment building fire killed 10 people and injured at least nine others in the western Xinjiang region. Now, a lot of people blamed the country's stringent COVID restrictions, which have been in place for nearly three years, a really long time. Mm. And they say that those restrictions delayed firefighters from reaching the victims and even stopped people from escaping the building. Yeah, but local officers have denied those allegations. And elsewhere, police officers have been fighting back against protesters. In Shanghai yesterday, reports say that officers use pepper spray and beat protesters to squash the demonstrations. Siobhan, it's been less than two weeks since Ukrainians were celebrating the withdrawal of Russian troops from the southern city of Kherson, but now thousands of locals have been forced to flee due to the days of relentless shelling by Russian forces. Yeah, so reports say that a line of vehicles stretched for up to one kilometre out of Kurzon City, where dozens of civilians have died as a result of Russian attacks just this month alone. Now, the start of this exodus coincided on Saturday with commemorations of 90 years since a Soviet-era famine known as Holodomor that killed millions of Ukrainians in the winter of 1932-33. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky says once they wanted to destroy us with hunger, now with darkness and cold. And that's referring to the Russian airstrikes that have been hitting Ukraine's power and water infrastructure. Millions of people currently have little to no access to those vital resources. And it's particularly bad in the country's capital, Kiev, where winter snow has begun to fall and temperatures are dropping below freezing. The Melbourne Demons are celebrating after their first ever AFLW Premiership win yesterday afternoon, Siobhan. They managed to hold off the Brisbane Lions with less than a goal between them at the final siren. Oh, Alice, what a match. It was so good. The Demons were actually trailing for most of the first half, but then they had an epic comeback that saw them overtake and hold off the Lions for the rest of the match. The final score was 19-15, and it was a really brilliant moment for the Dees because they lost last season's grand final to Adelaide. And it was extra sweet for their longtime captain, Daisy Pierce. The 34-year-old hasn't revealed yet whether she'll play again next year, But for now, she's ecstatic. She says she's proud of every single one of her teammates for giving their all yesterday. So well done to the team there. Yeah, really, really good job. 
I don't know about you, Siobhan, but one of my favorite things about summer is the stone fruit available and mangoes are always a winner in my books. Growers this year reckon there's going to be a bunch of new varieties on sale, so I'm super excited for this. Yeah, so am I. I love it when there's new fruit varieties on sale, especially the tropical ones because I didn't grow up with those, so it's a real novelty. (laughs) So there are several new mango varieties that are about to hit the supermarket shelves, all with different colours and flavours. And one of them in particular is getting a lot of attention. Now, I'm going to try and say this properly. It's the the Maha Chanuk mango, which apparently originates in Thailand and is being grown in the Northern Territory. And apparently it is particularly tasty. Yeah, and it's also a bit of a mouthful to pronounce. So it's lucky (laughs) that they've given us a nickname for this one. They've dubbed it the Miss Universe of mangoes. So I obviously have extremely high expectations of it. Yeah, ditto. Although I think we could have found something a little less gendered maybe. Squeeze the day, Siobhan. We mentioned the Victorian election results earlier, and to keep with that theme, it's the anniversary of a historic day for women being allowed to vote today. Yes, so for the first time ever on this day in 1893, women were allowed to vote in a national election in New Zealand, which was the first self-governed country to give women the vote. So the New Zealand government history records say it happened despite warnings from opponents of women's suffrage that so-called ladies voters might be harassed at the polling booths. (laughs) Yeah, they say it was actually a friendly and relaxed atmosphere, though, and it went off without a hitch on the day. And I'm just really happy that that's evolved for us in Australia to include democracy sausages. (laughs) Yes, love a democracy sausage. (laughs) And that's it for us for the day. We hope you have a great start to the week. We'll be back with you tomorrow. 